What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 170. And if my voice sounds extremely weird, that's because I'm wearing a mask right now. And uh, the reason for that is not because I'm outdoors. I'm I'm still in the confines of my house. It's just that someone's burning uh, leaves and all those things outside. And I'm extremely sensitive to smoke. So, uh, you know, I just instantly start coughing. My throat starts clogging up. So I felt that it's better to just wear this and then record. I hope that this is not really affecting the audio quality that much. Uh, I'll just take a quick listen to this segment to make sure that that's not happening. And yeah, let's get started now. So starting off with the market snapshot and we can tell straight away that this was really not a good day for the Indian markets. and if you have been following the global markets since yesterday since last night you'd be aware that there has been an absolute blunder with the oil prices and i've posted a bit on that on my instagram channel as well uh not my instagram channel my instagram account uh it's at indian markets with kr i've posted it on facebook as well and i'm not quite sure what the username is but you can just search indian markets with kr and you will find it i've posted that on uh i think that's about it where i've posted that on possibly even twitter but if you've been living under a rock the oil prices plummeted and turned negative and all of that happened within a few minutes uh, to a few hours possibly and i think the lowest that people saw it going was around minus 40 usd so just to put that into perspective if you wanted to get a barrel of oil the supplier would have paid you 40 dollars for that barrel of oil and the specifics of that if you're wondering why that's happening i'll possibly uh you know post a separate video on that altogether uh, or an audio whichever works better whichever is uh, you know the most ideal for me at the time cuz convenience is very important to me but i'll post something of that sort and i'll try to include more on what crude exactly means for the indian markets in general so i'll try to do something like that but for the time being what we need to know that oil prices are in the ditches right now now we're seeing wti crude minus 4.77 per barrel it is right now it's still plus 32 dollars it's plus 87% but then obviously it's still negative brent crude is below 20 dollars per barrel and this is the first time that it, this has happened since 19 or 20 years not exactly sure which of them but then 19 or 20 years is the first time that this has happened mars us is a assuming another type of contract is down is it's at minus 30 per barrel which is also an obscenely Oh, uh, you know, very weird price honestly. It's kind of weird to see these securities in negative numbers. And I'm hoping that uh, certain brokers and certain exchanges and certain platforms have made sure to include this in their code because a lot of people, a lot of uh, you know, programmers might have 
just thought that all right you know these securities can't take negative values let's just keep it positive and if that's the case then they would have encountered of course technical issues but that's not really the topic of discussion right now uh switching gears coming back to uh the indian markets the indian equity markets right now we are seeing a sellers day today and uh the exchange wide snapshot shows me a net buying a net selling my bad a net selling to the tune of 2100 crore so looks like it was uh the fi's and the di's both of them sold ad ratio not looking too good either broad market indices all of them down the best performer being large caps the worst performer being the small caps and the mid caps looks like uh the the higher you jump the lower you fall possibly that's what we are probably seeing with small caps and mid caps i assume that vix for small caps and mid caps specifically might be higher because you know we're seeing such massive fluctuations vix in general though it's at 45.2 it's up marginally uh, from the previous levels but still nowhere near as bad as what it was yesterday uh, not yesterday but in the past uh, sectoral indices we are seeing the worst performer purely eyeballing it i can say very clearly that banking was terrible today and financial services was terrible today uh, fmcg looks to be stable right now banking financial services very very poor performance and the basis for that is just looking at the banking stocks we can see that they had some inherent uh, resistance and inherent uh, you know tendency to reject the supports where they were at so based on that we can say very clearly that uh you know bfsi not really the best day bank nifty is below 20000 right now it's down 1100 points the only sector which is positive is pharma it's up 2.5% and the reason for that is very uh very clear now uh there is there is some uh, i think it was the department of biotechnology which is given three companies one of them is cadela funding to develop a vaccine or something and uh, that is one of the reasons why we saw farmer going up the other reason is uh i can't quite remember the name of the company but one of these companies has been given the license to produce hydroxychloroquine which is of course another good piece of news for the investors and for the equity players who deal with that stock that's one more reason why we saw pharma doing well today uh if we look at the five gain if we look at the top gainers for the day uh, you know the 52 week highs uh like the best performers pretty much you could say uh who made a new high today we're looking at a lot of pharma companies here and we are looking at ruchi soya once again it has it is just under that uh, uh just under that 300 mark right now 294 sun pharma is here on this list as well so is dr reddy so is devis labs bulk deals as we can see uh a few a few well known deals here ibel housing finance is here i think it hit its uh, circuit breaker today I, I will housing finance uh, just i was here as well and a few other lesser known stocks lesser traded stocks and uh, we can't really see any new block deals f- since uh, mr damani's block deal and there have been no shorts initiated according to nsc uh, you know after 13th april which is the kotak bank short coming to fx we are seeing the gap that we had spoken about yesterday it's been filled in completely So right now the prices are at 76.83 uh, INR per USD. So USD INR is at 76.83 and it essentially means that it has depreciated not really a good sign for India. Uh but now that you know 
oil imports have reduced drastically it also means that our expenses in usd have reduced drastically which is possibly one saving grace that we have going for us uh, but i'm assuming that that soon uh, will not remain to be the case once the economy actually opens up which is another discussion altogether uh, usd inr though it is at a resistance so i do expect it to fall down possibly if these current levels are held in fact anything below 76.85 and there's a good chance that we might see it going down uh, right now though it's just below a swing high that it, that it had created uh, so yeah let's move to the index analysis now all right the smoke has cleared up thankfully i will not sound as muffled as i did just a few seconds ago uh, and now I'm just trying to boot up my software, my charting software, so that I can give you an analysis of Nifty. On the face of it, Nifty is at 8,981, down 280 points or 3.03%. It's open for the day was below uh, its 9,200 support level that we were talking about yesterday. In fact, it was below 9,100 as well. And it's at, it was at 9,016. From there, it fell very, very uh, sharply pretty much. Um, and then it just made a new low of 8,900. It sustained that. So overall, just purely looking at the high and the low for the day, we can make out that it was more of a range-bound-ish day. And this is confirmed when we look at the charts as well. Uh, because, you know, while on the face of it, 3% decline is a big number. But when you actually look at the chart, you can see that it was well within the range that it had created uh, on 16th April so 16th April you could see that gave it resistance some more for resistance and uh, a, a CIP pretty much a CIP of 13th April gave it support that it needed so much and as a result it closed above its 13 moving average it's still below the 50 uh, RSI but it's still you know not as negative as it could have been uh, if you ask me why this was I'm assuming that a lot of this has to do with the oil crisis uh, you know, all of that sort of crazy depreciation in oil prices that we saw, crazy fall, negative pricing. And in general, I feel that uh, yesterday itself, the prices were sort of slowing down for Nifty. We'd spoken about it. We saw RSI going down. Uh, plus, we saw the prices just staying within that range where they were. And as a result, the market opened negative. As I've always said, you know, before the markets open, check SGX Nifty because that will give you a good idea of what to expect because SGX Nifty opens before our markets as a result we get sort of a snapshot a, a teaser of sorts of uh, what to expect so today I think SGX Nifty was down 260 points or something and our market also opened approximately down 250 or so so it gives you a very good idea and I used to tweet this earlier but then these days I'm a bit tied up with just setting up my own phone and uh, getting ready for the markets to actually tweet all of it and post it on Instagram. So I recommend you do it uh, by yourself because it's it's an invaluable thing in my opinion. On uh, the daily chart for Nifty, we are seeing that it is a smudge away from the 13 moving average. So uh, it has filled in that gap, sure, that we were talking about. I think 9,000 was the limit that I'd said. 8,996 was the limit that I'd said yesterday. So it has filled in that sure uh, but then if it really does want to take support right now the next support the closest support is at 8924 so a good uh, you know 60 points away after that we are looking at a stronger support at 
8800 just below 8800 so that is going to be one level that i would be looking at if the markets are going to turn negative tomorrow also uh, so that's my take on nifty right now again all of these things are subject to change overnight whatever happens happens right now the global markets are all negative Literally every single market globally is negative, including SGX Nifty, which closed at 8895. Um, and NASDAQ is also in the red. So so are the European markets, so are the Asian markets. So it looks like it's slated to be a negative day tomorrow as well. So possibly 8800 or just below 8800 is where our crosshairs should be. Uh, talking about Bank Nifty we can see that bank nifty is also very similar to nifty in the way that you know it it, it was kind of range bound where the real bulk of the negative movement was due to the gap down movement uh but gap down open but right now what we see here very evidently is that while nifty took very good support at lower levels and sort of recovered around 40 to 50 percent of its fall intraday fall not the total fall including gap but intraday fall recovered to the extent of 40 percent or 50 percent bank nifty was unable to do that bank nifty attempted that but then it's uh, s1 pivot point rejected those levels as a result it is hovering right around its low for the day so uh, overall uh, bank nifty more bearish than nifty which is not a good sign but what's good here is that it's resting at 13 ma so it's got you know both sides going for it on the one hand we are seeing more bearish moves on the intraday chart on the other hand we are seeing a very uh, you know well established support here because the low for the day was uh, 19247 and the moving average line that we can see here is right around that um, like just 20 or so points away from uh, that number so you know that moving average resist, uh, support is possibly a good sign for bank nifty and uh, that's something that we could consider as the expiry gets closer and closer in fact weekly expiry is right here just uh, one more trading session to go and we will have the weekly expiry i can see very clearly though for bank nifty at least on the future uh, the volumes are reducing so the negative volumes the selling volumes are reducing similar thing observable observe, being observed on nifty as well which is something that you might want to consider uh, and in fact this is i think just looking at the volume is a good way sometimes to gauge what is happening because back when the oil prices had hit uh, close to ten dollars per barrel for wti I was looking at the volumes and you could see very clearly how the volumes were shifting from green to red and then we all know what happened yesterday last night so uh, volumes do not ignore and now let's move to my trade my trade for the day was going along icici bank my trade basis for this was if you once again just look at the chart you will see that it was right around a support level uh, sure, there was a chance that it can go down. In fact, my whiteboard that I fill in every night uh, these days mentions that ICICI may go down further. Uh, reason being, they confirmed that they have stake in that uh, you know oil trading firm. I really can't uh, remember the name of that firm for the life of me, but you you get the point. They have exposure in that firm to the tune of 100 million dollars, which is uh, a sizable amount it's not it's not too small it's not too big 
uh, but they confirmed officially that that exposure is there possibly because of that we saw an 8% fall in ICICI Bank in fact some individual candles for ICICI Bank were uh, showing movements of 1% and 1.5% and so on so uh, it's pretty pretty wild to see that happening now uh, i'm trying to see if there's any way i can see the percentages that were there but looks like there is no way on this platform uh, anyway though so the bulk of that negative movement as was the case with nifty and bank nifty is largely because of the gap down movement that we saw so had that gap down not been there we would have possibly seen uh, you know a more restrained negative move than what we saw right now so uh, that's that's you know possibly the worst thing that happened to icici bank but then the levels where it had stopped at is not completely random we can see very clearly that uh, it took resistance from 38.2 fib level at 340 it's taking support right now from the 50 percent retracement level at 326 because the low for the day is 328 and it's resting the close for the day is resting at the 13 moving average at 329 approximately so we can see that it is at support plus we've got extra support at that 50 percent level because there are a few cips there as well so icici bank looks good right now we can also see the selling volume going down on icici bank uh, though one thing to consider is that RSI has turned down. So it took 50 resistance from RSI. Now it's edging towards 40. That's something to consider. But anyway, so my trade for the day, uh, it did not turn out too good. Uh, it was a negative day for me, but then I was able to recover a chunk of it by just sort of scalping uh, possibly like 1-2%, 1-2% each time. So possibly my net loss for the day was to the tune of around 5% or so, but it could have easily been uh, closer to 10% or so, uh, perhaps even more. So whenever it went down, whenever I thought it was around support, I entered it, I placed a limit order uh, at a price I, I felt was reasonable for it. And then once that order was executed, I waited for it to go down once again to that support zone. When it happened, I once again got into it. This this worked for me twice. The third time when I tried doing it, it breached the support level and it rested at the FIB level. So uh, two out of three times right with a 50 or 60% uh, uh, you know, uh, ratio, like, you know, my, my, my gains were basic, my gain, my losses were 50% of what my gain was in the trade as a result, you know, it, it becomes like a favorable net favorable position based on the RR itself. So ICICI bank trade not profitable, but it could have been much worse. And then again, this is precisely why I'm doing equity. The amount of loss was really not that high at all. I could easily just relax and say, oh, yes, that was a loss making position. It really doesn't matter because it really doesn't. The amount was not that big. And uh, yeah, that was the only trade that I took today. And yeah, that's it. I have a few lessons for the day. The very first one is related to ICICI Bank's trade. And that is if you are long or if you are short and the position reverses for you, try to find ways where you can repair it 
using the same stock sometimes it might work so you could possibly add to your longs when it's going down and it's at a support and you could have very well defined uh, stop losses for that it might end up working in your favor as it did for me today uh, the other lesson that i have is uh, well it's really it's related to this trade only if you think about it and that is as i said you know the loss for the day is really not too troubling for me and that is like the only reason why that's the case is because i've i've sort of tuned my position size and i've tuned the type of trades that i take very very clearly because when i was taking fno trades in index options and such i was making losses i was making some profits as well but then whenever i made a loss the extent to which i was making a loss was a bit higher and even if i was breaking even at the end of let's say one week the the days when i was making a loss it really did affect me uh, you know mentally to some extent and that's really not something that should be happening so if you find yourself suffering from that then you could possibly look into equity as i did if that's not an issue for you then go ahead by all means whatever you're doing is working for you that's not does not really need to be changed i just thought i'd mention it oh and as a sort of bonus note that i thought i'd include here there was a good relation between ICICI bank and nifty on the positive side on the negative side there was a delayed correlation between the two that's something you could explore and one last thing i have seen that around 6 to 7 people have been listening to these episodes once the markets are actually over i'm very curious to know what i what exactly uh you know why exactly are you listening to them once the markets are over like it's it's kind of it's kind of weird Um, but you know i'm i'm very curious to know why that is so let me know if that's you at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram shoot me a message i'd like to know uh but that's it for this one and i hope you found this helpful and informative happy trading tomorrow see you in the next